As the clock counts down the final seconds, the tension in the atmosphere builds and the crowd goes quiet. It's the moment of truth. The whistle blows and students start perusing their papers. Today on the podcast, we chat about footy, exams and how preparing for both may not seem that far from each other. Hi and welcome to How Would You Know, the podcast where we ask the big questions of the people who actually know. I'd like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands, the Jagara, Yugara and Yugarabal peoples of Ipswich and Springfield, where this podcast is recorded as keepers of ancient knowledge and whose cultures and customs continue to nurture this land. I also pay respect to elders, past, present and future. Today's episode is all about pressure, and I am certainly feeling the pressure as I'm joined by USQ alumnus, CEO of Young Guns Container Crew, and former National Rugby League player, Trent Young. How are you, Trent? Yeah, well, thanks, Tom. Uh, Glad to be on the show, mate. Great. Uh, Now, Trent, you're a man who has uh, been in a few high-pressure situations. Do you think you handle pressure well? Uh, Yeah, look, as um, as I've matured and become a bit um, wiser, I guess you... uh, you, you become more comfortable with the situations you find yourself in based on your previous experiences. And um, that enables you to, I guess, a, a fallback to trust, trust yourself in certain situations that, that um, you find yourself in that involve high pressure. Absolutely. And you would have been in a few high-pressure situations, uh, particularly as a uh, former player in the National Rugby League. How important was calming and balancing your nerves in those sorts of situations on the field? Definitely important. I think um, for myself, the nerves was definitely something I battled with, but more so before the match. Um, I think it was more of a, a preparation thing, a, a bit of uncertainty, I guess, around, you know, you weren't sure what the result was going to be like or the outcome you were looking for. So that uncertainty, I guess, creates nerves, and that's probably the body's natural way of, uh, of processing that uncertainty. And, uh, you know, I used to, used to dry reach, funny enough, Almost games as part of my nerves kicking in, and I, it almost became part of my, you know, became comfortable with that, and as part of my preparation. But um, once you once you hit the field, once you start the match, it's really about you know, the, the nerves really go out the window, and the adrenaline kicks in, and and you know you just, you're really more concerned with not using up too much energy early on when, when that adrenaline kicks in at the start of the match. But from a nerves perspective, that was more prior to the prior to the activity, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. So. I guess, obviously, preparation plays an important role in, in keeping those calm nerves. So what sort of things do players do to increase, uh, you know, obviously the ability to calm those nerves and as well as, like, building resilience in case anything goes wrong? Um, look, from a player perspective, it, it really is about familiarity. Um, you know, pre-season as an example, you know, a lot of sporting professional sporting clubs, they really... Um, you know, focus on everyone being able to execute their role, and as part of that, being able to do that under maximum duress, and you know those situations where the pressure is high. So, you know, what they tend to do is sporting clubs is train at a level above the game pace, I guess you could call it. So they push people out of their comfort zone, well into the red zone, and um, they put people basically in a position of un, you know of uncomfortableness, and um, and then ask them to to execute at that level past game pace which basically is putting them in the best possible position to execute that normal game pace if you put in the effort um, at, a, at a higher level, if that makes sense. But um, even from a team perspective, you know, they take 
not just individual training, it's pushing the team environment, using team activities and team drills, um, pushing them out of their comfort zone and past that game pace um, to ensure that they can execute as a team um, at, at normal game pace at the best of their ability. And speaking of team, how was how important was it to have people, I guess, around you going through maybe the similar sort of things? And, and did that provide a level of comfort for you? No, definitely. I think in any team environment, you find yourself in work, family or other. Um, you know, as I said earlier, you sort of rely on the on your own personal experiences, but have people around you that, that have been through um, certain experiences and, and certain... Um, whether it be a big match in a, you know, playing state of origin or other, it definitely helps, um, I guess, create a, a greater level of certainty that, that um, you're going to get a good result or, or the input that you put in an effort is going to give you a, a, a positive output from a result perspective. So not only that, they've, they've got wise, you know, they've, they've been through situations they can talk to you about and, and guide you and, and reduce that uncertainty for yourself. Um, and give you a high level of confidence to be able to execute. Absolutely. So uh, taking this away from the stadiums and into the exam rooms, uh, obviously being a former student yourself, is the pressure you face in an exam the same sort of pressure as, as an athlete? Or I guess what are the key differences there? Um, from a pressure perspective, I think for me it's really important to understand that uh, and define pressure is definitely different to stress and they're linked, but... Um, Stress for me is sort of a whole number of things you're dealing with, whereas pressure is generally an outcome or a result that's relying on you executing. And really with pressure, it's important to understand also that you've got a decision to make how you, and that's how you respond to being in a pressure situation. So um, from that perspective, the pressure is quite similar because you get it without knowing it, you actually have, a, have a, um, the ability to respond how you feel adequately or respond adequately to the situation. So it's very similar from that perspective as a student. You know, you, you might how you respond to how much study you put in, um, how much time you put in um, uh, to be able to, to do well in the exam. As an example, is no different to um, the effort you might put on the training part um, from from an athlete perspective. You know, um, that how you respond to the pressures that are of a next week's game. Um, you know, how well you look after your body and, and do the work during the week and the review and all that type of stuff. You know, you, you're able to, to have some control over how you respond. So that's definitely the similarity. Um, probably different from a, that I can see is the physica, physical pressure um, of an athlete. So, you know, as a student, you generally don't have that physical aspect. So um, the, the physical pressure that gets put on on your body and how that impacts you, men- you mentally as well is definitely a point of difference. It's important to understand that uh, yeah, there's definitely similarities based on how you respond. Absolutely. Um, a bit of a side note there. Do you feel like physical exercise uh, does help stress for something like an exam? Like, uh, I, I guess as an athlete, you were obviously doing uh, you know, quite a lot of exercise week on week, but do you feel like that was actually helping, um, I guess, de-stress you a little bit with your studies? Oh, definitely. You know, um, there's been a lot of studies being uh, conducted around the brain and the health of the brain and, and the impacts of exercise. So, um, you know, I think that's definitely something to, you know, a, a great uh, mechanism that people should use um, when they're feeling stressed or, or in pressure, you know, 
or something of pressures around them. Um, you know, even going for a walk or, or whatever it looks like, any sort of exercise can definitely help. And I've, from a young age, I've always been definitely involved in numerous sports. And even now that I'm not in the professional um, sporting scene, if I don't have any, if, you know, haven't had the opportunity to exercise um, for more than a few days, I start to uh, get a bit jittery, I guess you could say. And, and I, you know, I find myself needing to get go for a run or, or go to the gym or do something to uh, just to 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 relax and, and be in a good headspace. So, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Excellent. And I guess outside of exercise, are there any other techniques or skills that you can recommend from that rugby league experience that could translate to a student uh, with regards to, I guess, some of that mental strength and maybe maintaining motivation across a season or semester? I guess it's based on your experiences. It's really important to reflect, I think. And um, that, that sense of uncertainty is, is something that can build up but um yeah being able to reflect on times when um you know when you have delivered so you know even on a, on a page splitting a page into two and and write down the times you, you have executed well in the past in a similar situation uh, sorry write down all your self, positive self-talk on the left hand side of the page so call out the make some positive self-talk comments on the left-hand side of the page and then the right-hand side of the page, write down times when you've, you've executed well in the past um, and, and demonstrated that positive um, activity or, or, or way of working in the past. And that's, that's just something I've done in the past and tried and found that useful is to actually write things down on paper and uh, build, you know, build confidence that you can execute and, and set yourself up to, to be more comfortable dealing with the pressure or stress you're about to face. Brilliant. Now, you must have, uh, I guess, a lot of experience and a lot of confidence now in yourself with uh, dealing with pressure as a CEO of a company. Uh, tell us a little bit about the work you do with Young Guns Container Crew. Um, yeah, so at Young Guns, we, we're a service provider to the, the logistics and supply chain industry. We, um, we were 14 years um, into business. Um, me and my brother started it in 2004. Uh, we've Basically, we service um, 3PL and a lot of retailer customers. We, we send teams of um, young people out to, un, to do the manual unpack and pack of shipping containers um, to a lot, of, um, a lot of the containers that come into Australia from China, for example, for Kmart, you know, need to be unpacked so they can just um, move the stock into their distribution centres and then move them out to their stores for the, for the customers. So before they get packed, you know, we, have, we work for our distance um, in a few different states where they get packed to get distributed in Australia because they get manufactured in Australia and get distributed around Australia and overseas. So, um, yeah, we've been in business for 14 years. We started with two people. We're now um, up around 600 people. We've been able to expand around Australia and into uh, Vancouver and Toronto and Canada. That's some... Uh... It's a big expansion there. So obviously uh, a lot to coordinate as CEO. Now you would have had um, a few head coaches in your time uh, playing rugby league. And I guess you could say you're a bit of the head coach of the company that you're at now. How is it, how important is it, particularly for the young people within you, in your company to, I guess, have somebody uh, who instills a bit of that confidence and allows them to deal with those pressure situations? And, and what do you do as a CEO to, I, I guess, assist with that? I think it's just uh, a really key way to approach um, instilling confidence um, without eroding accountability is to balance out the high care, high challenge 
Um, you can't have too much of one and not enough of the other. You definitely need to be high care with your people, and that's just around support and understanding what support um, they need in general. And, and and when under pressure, what extra support you may need to provide those team members. Um, but at the same time, you need the high high challenge because um, you know without challenge, we 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 need to be you know we as humans we like to we like to grow and and develop and. And we need to. Some of us need to be held accountable at times when we get a bit lazy. So that, that you need the challenge element to be successful in a team, and and that's what a coach does. Is you know they identify the, the good behaviours and and the good activities on the field that that support success, and they also identify the areas where they need to improve the opportunities to to get better, both individually and as a team. Um, so I think it's finding some balance in there. You can't have too much of one and not enough of the other. Otherwise, there's an imbalance there. And, and you won't get the success or desired outcomes you hope to get achieved. Brilliant. That's all we've got time for. Uh, you can read more about Trent's USQ journey and the work he's currently doing at the moment in Hey You Magazine, issue 57. Look, thanks for joining us, Trent. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me on the show. You don't have to be a professional athlete to get yourself in an athletic state of mind. If you want to learn more about strategies you can use to get your head in the game at uni, you can watch our online webinar with another big name in rugby league, Matthew Elliott. Head to usq.edu.au slash webinars and search for Performing Under Pressure. Also, be sure to head to Social Hub for great advice, resources and content, including more episodes of How Would You Know? Thanks for joining me on the USQ podcast. My name is Tom and now you know.